A prime time with Claressa Montero replay from Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Clarissa Montero. Today I have a gentleman who is the head of research group Advanced Manufacturing Automation at Simmons, Juan L. Aparicio Ojea. Now, Simmons is the world's single source leader of automation technology products and engineered and manufactured for all industrial sectors. Their best in class automation technology products are designed to perfectly match all requirements and are enhanced by extensive training, services, and support. Autonomy is the evolution of automation with artificial intelligence and digitalization. With the global economy moving toward automation, what should individuals and companies be concerned about? We get him to unpack all of this and, you know, basically define it for us as well. When we welcome him right now. Juan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. It is a pleasure to have you. Now, tell us about autonomy, automation. Define the difference. Mm-hmm. So, automation is something that has been going on for decades, mm-hmm. right? It's in the 60s, factories, particularly when you are manufacturing the same thing all over and all over again, mm-hmm. they move into automation, right? So you're talking about robotics. Robotics, yes, right. like automotive. You go to an automotive plant, mm-hmm. and in the first phases of automotive, everything is automated. Right. Like uh, you have robots welding, you have robots painting, and it's all w- working very well. The last part, that's still done by humans, mm-hmm. when you have to do the assembly, putting a, a chair into the car and the final touches of the assembly of the car. That's still done by humans. Okay. And there are some companies that had some bad experience in the past, like from where I'm from in California, mm-hmm. uh, trying to uh, diminish the power of humans, right? They're, they're still very useful. Yep. But we are moving from this mass custom, mass production, okay. like producing a lot of things the same, to mass customization. Right. You want to be more flexible. And the same technology is not valid anymore. Right. So we are introducing artificial intelligence, digitalization, and automation, and that's what we call autonomy. Okay, so you're actually tr- <laughs> you're taking the human out of the equation throughout the, the production floor at that point is what you're aiming at. No, that's... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's <laughs> just checking. <laughs> but that's a nice question, right? And that's what also, uh, thanks for the question, because that's a common belief that mm-hmm. autonomy is going to replace humans. It's like a binary decision mm-hmm. from zero to one. But the nice thing about autonomy is it has levels. Okay. Like the same for autonomous cars, right? You can be fully autonomous or it can be just an assisted driving that is helping you um, drive better. Right. So the same for factories. Humans are still going to be there. And they are going to be removed from repetitive tasks that don't make any sense, that are also ergonomically challenging. So, for example, we are working, it's a government project in the U.S. Mm-hmm. that we receive funding. It's, um, it was advertised last year. Mm-hmm. We work with BMW, a Japanese company called Yaskawa. They produce mm-hmm. robots and Clemson University in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And what we did in that project was create a, a smart companion. So it's a robot that moves around like mm-hmm. an R2-D2. Okay. And what is helping you is uh, in a very complicated assembly task where humans are all the time for two hours in shifts putting a bar into a car and looking up all the time. Mm-hmm. So ergonomically, it's a horrible uh, task, but it's so you need a lot of dexterity. So that's why it's done by humans. Now, what we are doing there is just an autonomous robot that helps you. So it takes the bar, put it in place, and then the human only needs to screw and fasten it. Okay. So something that was ergonomically very challenging, taking a long time, now is 
fast and it can be done and you don't get tired. Because that is a concern, isn't it? There, mm. there are a lot of people who are worried that the robots, the artificial intelligence mm-hmm. is go- are all going to take their jobs away. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So what you're saying is they're not going to take all the jobs away. They're going to take very repetitive jobs away. Exactly. Or the dirty jobs the away. The dirty jobs away. And and there are still going to be jobs on the production floor that require mm-hmm. the human. Exactly, yes. And there are industries like aerospace, right, for mm-hmm. example, com- big companies like Boeing and Airbus, they have a lead time of seven years. Like right. your data plane today arrives in seven years, so they are happy to increase productivity, and that can only be achieved with automation. And also there is another fact that People don't want to work in factories anymore. <laughs> like it is more and more rare, particularly in, con- in countries like U.S., China. So you're now, talking about developed countries or yeah, developing countries. Exactly, it's very difficult As to they find get the talent. More educated, hmm. they don't want to do these repetitive exactly. production jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so then the robots come in and and replace those mm-hmm. jobs and replace those jobs, and the humans will be augmented too, right? We will see more exoskeletons. Things. These are coming. This is uh, reality or virtual reality, augmented reality, where humans, even if they don't have the training, they can get trained fast mm-hmm. and do complex tasks, tasks with the help of technology. Right. Mm. We're speaking to Juan L. Aparicio Ojea, head of research group, advanced manufacturing automation at Simmons. Which are the industries in Singapore which are more um, interested or or would benefit more from Things like autonomous robots mm-hmm. and and such in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So automation is very well understood by sure. companies like uh, automotive. It's already there. Right? We already exactly. have it. Yeah. But what about the other industries that are still very manual, like mm-hmm. assembly mm-hmm. for electronics, for example, or textiles? Right. This is an industry where no automation has gone through. So in the next years, we will see also automation going into that direction. There is a lot of pressure human pressure, capital, we need um, more, we need to keep producing, we don't have the people, we need robots, right? And only with flexible automation you can achieve that. So these industries will see definitely more autonomy into the processes, right? Okay, let's talk about Simmons for a while. Yes. How is Simmons approaching autonomous cars? I know maybe Mm. it's not your specific area, Mm -hmm. But everybody's interested in autonomous cars. Definitely. I, I, I also do a car segment, and I love driving. Mm-hmm. And so to me, strangely enough, although, yeah. you know, it's not my job per <laughs> se, I'm very worried about autonomous cars mm-hmm. because I don't want to lose the pleasure of driving. Yeah. So the good news for you, <laughs> and I'm talking, I'm still wearing probably the Juan's hat, uh-huh. is that autonomous cars... Like fully autonomous cars in the roads are still far away. Mm-hmm. How far though? I think they are not coming in the next 10 years. You're going to be surprised. Like even to this year in mm-hmm. CES, mm-hmm. like where it was all about this big show in Las Vegas, right. was all about autonomous cars. But all the manufacturers are relaxing a little bit. It was supposed to be here by 2019. Now they say 2025, 2030. It's still a long way because humans are still, I mean, traffic and the real world is still very messy. Yeah. And that's something that will not change in the next year, right? Uh, even what we will see is more geofence use of 
uh, autonomous cars, cars that are allowed only to be autonomous in certain places, like a specific lane in the highway mm-hmm. or for parking, right? You leave your car in a parking space. You don't have to just go around and around. Well, that technology is already around. Yeah, so yeah. In some of the higher-end cars, okay, um, parallel parking, I'll just put it oh, in sorry. auto and the yeah. car parks itself. Yeah. Uh, imagine in a parking... I find that terrifying. <laughs> Really? <laughs> to to hit that button and let the car parallel park for me while I'm still sitting there, it's terrifying. What I like, for example, will be in these structures where there are a lot of parking. Mm-hmm. You just arrive there and say, okay, you park. I don't want to go around. Find me a space around. near the door. Find me a space, right? And then come back. But that's very restricted, right? You cannot. I mean, it's very hard that you find another human there and you drive very slow. So accidents are not happening mm-hmm. in those situations. But that's where we are going to see these connected and autonomous cars being deployed mostly. Still, in a messy city where everything can happen, and there are also human drivers in the loop, that's still a little bit far away. Okay, that's good news for me. Yeah. Because I don't want to lose my ability to drive a great car. That's true, yeah. I you mean, know, it's <laughs> like the car makers build your Lamborghinis, your Ferraris. <laughs> Why would you not want to actually drive mm-hmm. it? Why would you give the pleasure <laughs> to, an, to an autonomous situation and you just sit there? <laughs> what I want to see more is probably the connectivity part. That's mm-hmm. very cool, right? You want to know if there is a traffic jam ahead of you. Yep. So you, can, you don't just suddenly see it. Or you want to know more information about the traffic lights, mm-hmm. like the signal phase and timing. That's something that will be useful also for driving a little bit more echo style. Uh, or if you are going to turn left, you want to know if there is something there, right? Right. So, uh, Is that artificial intelligence? What kind of, where does that fall into? What hmm. specialty does that I would say it's more connectivity and communications, right? Internet of things, if you want. Okay. <laughs> That's the, obviously, uh, there can be something still artificial intelligence there that mm-hmm. helps you break, even if you don't break, if you don't see it. But still, humans are very good. To so you're saying fast. that the car could potentially override you. <laughs> Good. If you weren't paying attention. <laughs> but traditionally... Mm, let me think about that. How do I feel about that? <laughs> Only in uh, emergencies. Emergency right? situations, no, no, okay. No. Similarly, even <laughs> if you are in a car that is self-driving, mm-hmm. um, it is the human that is going to react to something happening at the very last minute. Mm-hmm. So similarly, if you're falling asleep, the car takes over exactly. and will avoid the accident mm-hmm. for you. Exactly. So you still work with your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a symbiosis, right? It's like this human-machine collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we have to find also new ways, like your car seat vibrates and lets you know, right? It's going to track your eyes and see, okay, are you really asleep? Right. <laughs> or you shouldn't be texting, right? That's the other thing. Like more people, everybody has a phone in their hands. And there are a lot of vaccines because of that. Sure. And we try to say, don't text and drive. But this is still happening, right? So technology humans has... Humans are ultimately <laughs> stubborn, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> I am speaking to Juan L. Aparicio Ojea, Head of Research Group Advanced Manufacturing Automation at Simmons. Okay, we've talked about autonomous cars. We've talked about the perceived threat of automation to human jobs. By 2030... Simmons has said that Singapore will be looking at the future of mobility systems with self-driving vehicles. Hmm. Now, you've already said the biggest challenge that you see right now, Hmm. not maybe in 2030, but right now, is in in a city situation with all kinds of things are happening very quickly. Hmm. Now, at 2030, Mm -hmm. 
Do you think it's going to be worse? Mm -hmm. It's going to be better? What kind of challenges? Mm -hmm. Well, infrastructure has to pick up too, right? Uh, and that's the nice thing also about Singapore. As far as I have seen, I have been here only one day, so mm -hmm. and take my words as a grain of salt. But my, uh, my knowledge from my colleagues here, there is a clear value on infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And that's very important because right. drive, the cars alone cannot make it. So if you find places like geofence where only self-driving cars can park, mm -hmm. also infrastructure that assists you, that enhances the information that you have, then things will be easier, right? You can, you can tackle the messiest part of the, of the traffic. So infrastructure will be very important to accomplish this and to really have more autonomous applications. And ultimately, the important thing is reducing the accidents, right? That's the, why this technology is here. On one side, the other side, reducing traffic jams. That's also important. Mm -hmm. And the third part, the eco part, right? Having more and more electrical and more eco-friendly ways of transportation, right? It's not only looking at cars, it's also this multimodal transportation that will also make sense, right? Maybe having uh, more uh, help for the, for the buses, bikes, subway, any way of transportation, right? right? And making that decision very easy for the customer at the end. For the okay. Before I let you go, you mm -hmm. said uh, right at the very beginning that you concentrated more on artificial intelligence, digitalization, um, applications within industrial, mm -hmm. right? So where do you see, since we, we brought up 2030, where do you see what you do, your specialization mm -hmm. in 2030? Mm -hmm. what, will, what will automation, autonomy mean in your specialization by mm -hmm. then? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. I, <laughs> I wish I have this crystal ball. Crystal uh, ball, <laughs> yes. But let's, let, let's play that. Uh, I think we are going to see more autonomous applications uh, of manufacturing. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably less humans in the factory floor and more humans making overall. Making decisions. Making decisions, teaching the robots, as, assisting the robots, assisting the machines, right? Engineering, designing, right? We are going to see also more power to the designer. Uh, so we everybody can uh, design a new product and then manufacture. Manufacturing will be closer to consumers, right? It doesn't make so much sense to have some material in one country, then send it all the way over the ocean to another one that produces goods and then send it back. Right. It's not good for the environment. So we can create these factories that are much closer to the end customer. And for that, we need... Uh, more flexibility, and that's what we are working to create. And also industries that have not been automated will be automated, like textiles. Even outside the industrial world, agriculture, more and more uh, automation will come there because uh, we don't have enough people and we need more, more and more food. So these industries will see a big revolution in terms of automation. And this doesn't happen in isolation. So artificial intelligence is one trend, mm -hmm. but then there are others like uh, 3D printing. That's something that also will uh, help producing closer to uh, consumers, uh, cybersecurity, blockchain, all these technologies coming together that they are all evolving at this point in time. They will really make this future manufacturing happening. So in short, factories closer to consumers mm -hmm. in every country of the world, probably where the energy is cheaper. Mm -hmm. and more customization. So not just I will 
uh, get the same object because that's the only thing that I can afford. Like when Ford started producing, they said famously, okay, you can you choose. You can have it in any color if it's black. If it's black, yeah. <laughs> Now you can choose color, but still it's more or less the same. In the future, you can potentially design your car the way you want right. with some parameters and it will not be more difficult to manufacture. Okay. If you want to hear him speak, Juan L. Aparicio Ojea, head of research group Advanced Manufacturing Automation at Simmons, will be speaking at MTech Asia 2019 tomorrow. Thanks so much, Juan, for coming in and talking to us on Money FM. Thank you for having me here. It was our pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.